Starting Bezos Hashem, Daf Lamed Vav. We are holding about 10 lines up on Lamed Hamid Bez at the Mace Fay. But let's just uh, jump back into the Sugi over here. So we had started the new parak. We talked about Achilles Levimta Veninsa Muberes. That was the case of the Mishnah. And then the Gemara went to discuss what happens if Achilles Muberes Vepila. What happens if you Taka did Chalitza to Muberes? We had Machlikis Rev Yechanan and Reshakish. Is chalitzas muberish me chalitza, and at the same time is bias muberish me bia. Okay, does the bia count? Meaning afterwards, if it turns out, and we tried to bring a raya from our mishnah, we have two different ways to understand our mishnah, both in the case of hachelitz and in the case of akaynes. And what we said was, if we could just read through it quickly, the mishnah said achelitz levim tevinitzus muberish viyoldav isman shavlad shel kayama who mutter. So we said if the vlad ends up living, so the chalitza was nothing. Chalitza didn't accomplish anything. If the vlad does not, <coughs> right, if, if the child ends up being, uh, you know, miscarries, so then, who also recovers? He also recovers. It turns, it sounds like that part of the Mishra said that the chalitza to the Muberis would be a chalitza, to which Reish Lakish, who holds that a chalitza Muberis would not be, says the reason why it's puzzle the kahuna, and over there we're going to puzzle Krevis, that's a gezeira, right? Meaning it's a chumrah that we're giving you, it's a chumrah we're giving you, but it doesn't actually mean that the chalitza was a good chalitza, you would still have to do another chalitza. And then on the flip side, when we said a kindness yivinta, kindness yivinta, minimus muberis vialda, bisman shavlat shakayam yoytzi. Okay, that you have to bechayev mecharban because you were pagea beishas ach shalavim makom mitzvah. There's no mitzvah yibam. We said vim ein vlad shakayama yekayim. Right, if there's no vlad, if the vlad doesn't live, so you can keep. Sounds like yekayim means sounds like 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 your bia to the muberis was a good bia, which to which the gemara said no, no, no kasha on reish then what does Yekayim mean? It means Yachzer, the Yivol, the Yekayim. That you're allowed to keep her, but you have to go through the process of Yibam again, because Bias Muberis, Leishma So that's what we're up to. So now the Gemara asks, Meisvei, it's the last word on the line here, about ten lines up. Meisvei. Hakoines is Yivimta, Yivimta Muberis. So a person is Kainas is Yivimta, and then turns out that she's Muberis. Harezu Latinase Tsarasa. So now we're dealing with, there's a Tsara. Okay, so let's say he's Kainas, it turns out that she was a mu'uberes. He did not know this. So then we say that the tzara is not free to go. Shemi yehei vlad ben kayama. Because perhaps the vlad will end up living. So the Gemara says, well, this doesn't make any sense. Adarabah. Again, really, if we think about this logically, memon of shach, if bias mu'uberes is shmei bia, so then memon of shach, this woman, once we find out that, that, this, that this woman, that, that, the woman that he was kindness is pregnant, if bias muberish may be, so then the tsara should be free to go no matter what. Right? Because if the child's born, then she never felt yibam. And if the child's not born, born, he already did yibam to the pregnant woman. So that's what we're going to be asking on. So now, but we're just working out the language. So we said, Maybe the Vlad of Ben Kayama. So the says, one second, Vlad Ben Kayama, Vlad Ben Kayama, There's no Yibam here at all. So there's no reason why the Tzara can't go marry Lashuk. She, she doesn't fall to Yibam. She's free to go, free to marry somebody else. Ella Ema, so you have to say, Maybe the child won't live. No, there's some reason we're not allowing the Tzara to go ahead and do Yibam. Sorry, we're not allowing the Tzara to go ahead and marry. Okay, so either way, so what, how do you have to say the Brysa is written? written. The Vlad will not live. So it turns out that 
both the pregnant lady and who was later found to be pregnant and the tsara both fall to Yibam. And we're saying is, since the Vlad won't live, they're both falling to Yibam, and therefore the tsara can't do anything. She's in limbo. She has to wait because... Now, if you talk a hold that a bias muberis is called a bia, so again, if you hold that bias muberis may bia, so the mamun of shachlis tsara should be able to go lashuk, even if the vlad is not a ben kayama, you already did yibum to the pregnant lady, so you should be done. So Amar Abaya, Abaya comes along, fascinating. Then he says, "Bia kuleyama lepligi delay patra." When it comes to Bia, nothing to talk about, right? We said, we automatically said that Bia's Muberis and Chalitza's Muberis, whatever you hold by one, you hold by the other, right? And this would go based on the famous din, which Rav is going to come to challenge Abaya on in a moment, of Kola Ola, Leivim Ola Chalitza, Vachol Sheino Ola Chalitza, right? They usually go hand in hand. Here we're saying no, that Bia Kulei Alma, Loi Pligi, Deloi Patra, Bia will not potter a pregnant woman, Ki Pligi Bachalitza. So the, to the middle baris, if you did a bia that does not count, if you do a chalitza, it does count. They go hand in hand. To which Rav is going to come and challenge, but let's pause for a second and try to understand what Abaya just said and what's the svar over here. So Abaya says that based on this, the fact that we're not going to let the tzara go, so see, he's going to agree that bias muberes loishma bia. Rava will have a different answer, but that's the way right now that we're going we're gonna to answer. Um, Abaya is going to answer for Rav Yechanan. Okay, the Bias Muberis is Loish Mabia, but Chalitza Muberis is still called a Chalitza. So Tesis here, little Tesis at the end, he says, Kipli Yibah Chalitza, Okay, so what does he say? So the Mepharshim explained Tesis that he is coming to say that it's a Gzeira Durabonon. And there's a few different ways to understand this. We'll speak out a few different ways to understand this idea of how you could possibly differentiate. Because we know in the background, there is a concept, normally they go hand in hand. So, which Rav is going to come back and say in a second. So the question is, how can you go ahead and say by, by the same, certainly, Chalitza, right, they're, they're both relevant to a Yavama. So if, if they're falling to Yibam, so you, logically, at least you would think that if, if a Bia Muberis is, if a Chalitza is Muberis, Shema Chalitza, it does what it has to do for Chalitza purposes, so too the Bias Muberis should also be able to do it. So Taisa seems to be mashma the way that the Mepharshim explain it, that it's Xerid Rabbanon. Meaning, over here, what Lamaisa happened, you were Baal of Suffolk Erva. That's what happened, because she was found to be pregnant. So therefore, it's Xerid Rabbanon saying that we're not going to count your Bia as a good Bia. Okay, but the, because you know, we want to prevent it. We want to make sure that you, that you want to make sure in a situation like this, could have very easily, it's playing with fire. The child, if the child would have lived here, then, she, then he was by Lenerva. So we want to set up extra things, make sure that, that you're protected. But when it comes to Chalitza, again, the action of the Chalitza will never lead to anything wrong, right? We, we brought up the idea of crystal Chaluna, people might make a mistake, but the action itself doesn't lead to being Pegea, Be'eshesach, or, you know, to, to being Be'eshesach, and therefore... It sounds like uh, we're saying it's Xavier Drabonon. There's a couple other uh, ways to understand this that, that um, the other Mepharshim say that we learned it from, remember yesterday we discussed the idea, we had Ibai Seim Kra, Ibai Seim Asvara. Why, why do they hold? And we said in the Pasuk, Uben Einloi, Uben Ay, right? Einloi, Ayin Olav, right? That that's what the Rishakish held. Where we said, Rabbi Yechanan Savar Ben Einloi, Amarachman Abaha, Leslie, Lamaisa, there's no Ben. Rishakish Savar Ben Einloi, Ayin Olav. So, 
the, there are other groups of, uh, there's a, of other Mepharshim, Rishayim, who hold that Rav Yechanan will agree to the concept of the Pasuk. It is a Pasuk in the Torah in regards to Yibam only. That Ben Enlai, make sure that you're in a situation to not have a Bias Iser. That is what the Pasuk of Ben Enlai, that Rav Yechanan will agree to the fact that you can't put yourself into a position of having a Bias Iser. And therefore, when you're in a Suffolk Yibam situation, that, that even Rav Yechanan is going to agree that the, because Lamaisa, it's a BS Iser, it's a BS, this is not a good Yibam situation. So Ben Enloy will tell you that when you're not in a good Yibam situation, specifically for Yibam, the Pasuk will say that we're not going to count your Bia to be a Bia. She's not falling for Yibam for that purpose. Um, and, <clears throat> and then the third way to understand this is that Abaya holds that in this situation, and this requires a little bit to go a little bit deeper, Rav is, like I said, Rav is going to argue. He's going to say, However, Abaya is arguing. He's saying that when, when we talk about a mi'uberes, yes, normally, let's say when we talk about erva or iser, there's a, the question is, is there zika, yes or no? Is there a zika to do yibam, yes or no? If there's no zika to do yibam, there's no zika to do chalitza. If there's zika to do yibam, there's a zika to do chalitza. So that is normally the rule would apply, let's say, for regards to erva. So either she's bas yibam or, or not. And if she's not, so then there's no chalitza. They go hand in hand. But here, everybody agrees that there is a zikas yibam. The only question is, right, did, did you violate it by being bail a pregnant lady? And therefore, that rule of chalitza, because over, again, that is a rule that applies when there is a zika. When there's a makam, there's a zikas, when there is no zikas yibam. But over here, there is a Zika. The Mubaris has a Zika Yibam. She would fall to Yibam, meaning if we found out that there, she was no child, that, that there was no child specifically, she would have to do Yibam. And therefore, Abaya is going to hold in this situation that we don't say Kalalim Now, let's look at Rabbah. So Rabbah, so we already spoke out what Rabbah is going to tie. Now, Amarlach, Amarlai Rabbah. So Rabbah says to Abaya, again, Abaya is, we have a Machlekes, Rish Lakish, Rav Yechanan, Rav Yechanan holds, the way we had understood it was that that and we had we had tried to say we fell off of that. Abayah says no. In Rav Yechanan we're mechalik that chalitzas muberes shmachalitza bias muberes is not is not a bia to a pregnant lady is not going to be a bia for even purposes and Rishak is just going to hold it. No, they go hand in hand. Okay, so to which Rava says, how could you, Abaya, answer that? Rav Yechon, I'm really Rava, Manavshach. Ibiyas muberish shmabia, chalitzis muberish shmachalitza. Again, they go hand in hand. He's not machalik. So bias muberish shmabia, and then chalitzis muberish is also shmachalitza. Bias muberish loy shmabia, then chalitzis muberish nami loy shmachalitza. Da ha'kayim alon, because we know the famous rule. They go hand in hand. If... You're el liyibam, then you're shayach to chalitza, and if you're not el liyibam, you're not el chalitza, and therefore, they, if you say one, you must say the other. You cannot be mechalik. So elam a rava. So rava now has to come. We're, again, we're trying to understand why is it that according to Rav Yechanan, right off of that bright, so why is it according to Rav Yechanan that the tzara in this situation, if he was bail, if one, if 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 the yavam was bail, one woman. And she was Nimsus Muberes, Maman of Shachlet Sarah should be able to go free. So we're trying to understand that, right? We said, Shema lo Yehei Vlad ben Kayama. And how would we understand the Rav Yechanan who says, 
according to Rava, they go hand in hand. So if Chalitzis Muveris Machlitzis, then Bias Muveris must be a Bia. Well, if Bias Muveris is a Bia, then why is it that the Tzara can't go free, really, if the Vlad ends up living, then the Tzara never fell to Yibam. And if the Vlad doesn't end up living, well, he was already Baal, the first lady, the other lady, right, the pregnant lady, um, <clears throat> and took care of the Yibam so the Tzara should be free to go, like any, right, only one, if there's two women that fall to Yibam, you only have to, do, you, you only have to be kindness to one of them, you have to do something to one of them. So, Allah, Amar, Rav, 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 say, Hachi, Kamar, this is what we're saying. This is how to understand the Brisa. Let's say he's kindness a Yavama. And turns out she's pregnant. The Tzara can't marry Lashuk. Why? Because maybe the child will live. Okay, so he says, here's the way to read the Brisa. Let's read that again. Okay, maybe really the Vlad will end up living. So you're going to say, one second, if the Vlad ends up living, so then she, there's no Yibam here, right? So the Gemara says, However, one caveat, and this is the concern. The concern is not that the Vlad won't live and B.S. Muberis is or isn't a Mia, but rather, really, we could say that B.S. Muberis loishma B.S. Muberis loishma B.S. Muberis loishma chalitza. Okay, v'havlad enay poiter ad The problem is the Vlad doesn't potter until, until the child is actually born. So even though there will be a child born, Later, right, if she's pregnant, if there's no child born, then you can decide whether you say B.S. Mubarish Mubarish Shma Chalitza or not. But let's say the problem is what happens if the child is born. So she never fell to Yibam. Okay, so you're saying she should be free to go. No, because she is not free to go until the child actually is born. The tour doesn't come until later. So she is stuck, and that's the answer. So you know what? The concern is not maybe there won't be a child born. The concern is maybe there will be a child born, and she's not free to go until that child is born. And that's the problem over here. So, Tanya Kavasi de Rava. So we talk as see like Rava. We learn a bright like Rava. Hakainis Yivimtai. If someone is bail, his Yivama Benimsas Muberish, she turns out to be pregnant. Harezu Loitsi Nase Tsarasa. The Tsara cannot get married. Shema Yehevlad Ben Kayama. We see that is the problem. Okay, because Bia and Chalitza are not going to be Poiteres, this lady who is pregnant. It's only the, when the child is born, that will pater. Okay, and the Vlad will not actually pater the Tsar to go until it's actually born. So we see here that what's the whole concern? So we're trying to say that this is now a raya to Rava. And to Rava, like really we're saying is what's the whole problem over here? What's your whole concern why the Tsar can't go? If you learn the Brisa that way, you're saying what's the issue? The Tsara, if he's kindness, if, if, if he's kindness to Yavama and if he's kindness to Yavama and she turns out to be pregnant, the whole concern is maybe the Vlad will live. And what? You, there's, she's not potter to go. She's not free to go until the child's born. But let's say the Vlad doesn't live. It sounds like the diuk would be that she would be free to go. So it sounds like a, a straight up diuk for Rav according to the way Rava explains the Brisa. So Lema, if so, Lema Tavetus So let's say that would talk a shlug of meaning, how could you tell me the only concern in the Brisa is that the Vlad will live? 
and there's not a patur for the tzara until the vlad comes out. But if the vlad doesn't live, then the tzara is patur. That would be a kasha on Rishlakish. Amalach Rishlakish, hachikatani. So Rishlakish would actually learn the b'risa the other way. Again, so what it turns out is how do we, how do we um, manipulate or how do we learn this b'risa if you're Rishlakish or Vyechanan? So Amalach Rishlakish, hachikatani, hakainis yivimtai, venimtsas mu beres. That if a person, if if the yavam is kind of and it turns out she's pregnant, okay. So Rishakish is going to learn the concern is not shema yehei. Again, so the difference between Rav Yechanan and Rishakish in the way Rav understands it is in Rav Yechanan you're going to say what's the concern? The concern is that shema yehei vlad ben kayama and the child's not free until it's born. And like Rishakish, he's going to say no. The concern is shema lo yehei vlad ben kayama, and we know what does Rishakish hold. Now, maybe you'll tell me according to Reish Lakish, so maybe you'll tell me, let the Tzara go out and get married because rave women that are pregnant give, um, give birth to a healthy baby. So the Gemara says, still it's not going to help you because Vlad ain't poiter at Yatza Because Lamaisa. Every, and everybody agrees to this, that the Vlad is not going to potter until the baby's actually born. So there is a problem if the child is... The way Rish Lakish would understand it is you have a, child, you have a problem not of Shach. The concern that the Brysa lists is maybe the child won't live and B.S. Muberis, Loishma, B.S. Muberis, Loishma, Chalitza. And on the Tzad, that the child does live, still, you're not, the Tzara can't get married because you have to wait until the child's born. Rav Yechanan said there's only a problem on one side, meaning it's Shema, the Vlad will be a Ben Kayama, Shema Yehei Vlad Ben Kayama, and it doesn't potter until it's there. But according to Rav Yechanan's understanding of this b'risa, if the child, um, if the child doesn't live, the child's never born, we should say, then um, Vlad, if the Vlad is not a Ben Kayama, then Rav Yechanan would hold that B'as Muberishma, B'as Echelitz Muberishma, Chalitza. Okay, so now, at this point, right, we have a machlekes, Rava and Abaya, Rava seem to challenge Abaya on whether or not, in Shittas Rav Yechanan, whether Rav Yechanan is going to hold, they go hand in hand, kol elim elu chalitza, kol elim elu chalitza, that's Rava Shita, or Abaya holds, that no, you can bifurcate, right, you can say that for even purposes, everyone's going to agree, even Rav Yechanan will, will go ahead and say that bias muberis loishma bia. Again, however you learn the reasons why, either because it's a Pasuk, or because, uh, either because it's a Pasuk, or because we don't say, here, or like we said in Tesis, which is that it's Xavier Drabanon. Now, either way, Amar Rebbe Lazar. Rebbe Lazar says, Efshar, Isa Lahadurish Lakish, is it possible, how is it possible that there is a Shita of Rishakish, meaning, and what he's saying is like this, Lamaisa, we pass like Rishakish. Bring this down in the place, give it, we pass like Rishakish. That bias muberes and chalitzas muberes loish mabia loish machalitza. So he's saying that we know that that's how we're going to paskin, and the Gemara will get there in a moment. But if we paskin like Rishlakish, it's got to be somewhere. So find me. I want to find Efsher Efsher Isa Lahad Rishlakish. We're going to paskin like Rishlakish. It's not in the Mishnah. So Nafak he set out to search. If we paskin like Rishlakish, I got to find the Mishnah like that. Nafak Duck Ashkach, He found the following Mishnah. The Tanan. And we're going to try to say it. This is a riot to a shlokish. Let's say a woman goes overseas. A woman's husband and Sarah go overseas. So a man and a wife, there's a wife left back at home. 
Okay, so now, and Uba Uba Amrullah, they tell her, Mez Balech, your husband died. So the woman that's left at home, she can't, she can't get married. Lashuk, she can't do Yibam, she, to the brother, she can't do anything. She's stuck in limbo. Why? Because Because the question was, was the Tzara that went, we have to assume that, that a married woman could be Becheskas at any point of being pregnant. So husband and wife went overseas, left the second wife home. Okay, now we don't know, was the wife that went overseas with the husband, was she pregnant or not? So Bishlama Yivumi Lois, I understand why the woman left at home can't do Yibim Shema Yehevla Ben Kayama, because maybe the concern is that there is a Vlad Ben Kayama, the Yifka, the Yifka, the Isser Ashes Raisa. So I understand why she can't do Yibim, because maybe there will be a child born overseas. Ella Loy Tachloitz. Amai, why can't she do chalitza? Bishlama tachlitz b'seich test, v'tinasa b'seich test, lois, I understand when she's pregnant, hainu suffolk. That's the concern, right? We don't know. And again, we're trying to say that the reason why you can't do chalitza over here, we're saying, achateta. what did the Mishnah say? You know when the woman left at home can go ahead and either do yibam or get married, l'shok, achateta. Well, I don't understand, right? Why? Why can't, during the pregnancy, to chalitza? Elamai, it must be. Elatachas, Pesach, Tisha, Betinas, Lachar, Tisha. So the Gemara says, I don't understand. Why can't you, if, if you, Rav Yechanan, are correct, that chalitza is muberish, ma chalitza, so then, why can't I go ahead and do chalitza, teich, the pregnancy, and get married after the pregnancy, as soon as the pregnancy is done? So the Gemara says, one second, you're trying to bring this as a raya from the fact that we don't say do chalitza during the pregnancy, you're trying to bring this as a riot to Reish Lakish that chalitza is muberis loish ma chalitza. What do you mean? Let's hamech tachlitz v'tinase laachar tes. I don't understand. In general, we said achateda. We didn't say throughout the pregnancy. We said we didn't say once the pregnancy's over. We said achateda that even when the pregnancy's over, you still can't do it. Why not? El tachlitz b'seich tisha v'tinase l'tamech tachlitz v'tinase laachar tes. El bar dahi. So you have to say that in this case. You can't, you can't go ahead and do chalitza anyway. Why? What's the concern over here? And we, we brought this up yesterday. We touched on this yesterday. That maybe the child actually will end up living. So what's the concern? The, the woman at home does chalitza. The woman overseas, a woman abroad had a baby. She comes back home. Turns out you did chalitza to the woman at home and then she got married. And that's what we're saying. You can't do chalitza. Why not? Meaning no riot to a shlokish that you can't do chalitza during the pregnancy. You can't even do chalitza after the pregnancy. Why not? Because we don't want the woman to come back and it turns out you did a chalitza unnecessarily. Why? Because what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to take back your chalitza. Like we said, uh, chalitza will apostle her to a, a, a kahen. She can't marry a kahin. And in order to allow her to marry a kahin, you're going to have to call out and say that chalitza wasn't a good chalitza. So the says, who cares? Belitzrecha, so do cruz, right? Make an announcement. This woman, her chalitza wasn't a chalitza. She can marry a kahin. So the says, Dilma ika inish dahavi bechalitza velehavi bechraza. Because maybe there was a <coughs> person who witnessed the chalitza, but he wasn't there for the hachraza. He never saw them taking it back. So I saw a chalitza. I saw a woman being chalitza. And I saw that woman... Six months later, marrying a kohen, I didn't see that her overseas wife came back with a child and the chalitza wasn't a real chalitza. That I didn't know and I wasn't there for the achraza. Okay. So therefore, we never want, right, the public safety hazard. We don't want, to, we don't want people to think that you're allowed, that a chalitza, a chalitza is allowed to marry a kohen. And therefore, we're going to tell you that let this woman sit until she finds out. Go find out what happened. 
go find out if the woman was pregnant. Because we don't want to do a chalitza unnecessarily. If we did a chalitza, then like we said, remember at the beginning of the, of the Mishnah, we'll have to do a chraza in that situation if the, if the chalitza occurred. It already occurred. But to go ahead and allow her to do chalitza when we know that it might not be a good chalitza, we don't want to do that. So Amrle Abaya Midi. So the Gemara says Abaya says to Amrle Abaya. Abaya says Midi Katani. By the way, this whole Mishnah that you Rebbe Lazar are saying Nafik Dug for Ashkach never says Loi Tachlitz Loi Tisyabim Loi Tinase Veloi Tisyabim Katani Veloi Chalitza Avali Chalitz Le Hachanami Desharia. So right. So that's so. So this is, what, what are you talking about over here? Abaya would go back to Rebbe Lazar and say, it never says, it says, but in fact, I would actually hold that you can go ahead and do chalitza here in the first place. So Rebbe Lazar was going to find a raya from Rish that chalitza is muberes loishma chalitza. We, have, we understand why in this situation she might be pregnant, okay, and or she might be, um, she might be uh, subject to yibam, so you can't go ahead and do yibam until you know there can't be a bia, but you know, so it could be that you could do chalitza and Abaya categorically says this, this whole raya that you tried to bring in the first place is not true because maybe you could actually do chalitza. Tanya kabasu de reish However, we have a clear raya to reish As the Bryce says, ha-chalitz lemu beres So okay, so Rebbe Lazar tried to find the raya. We anyway shlugged up the raya. We anyway shlugged up the raya like we said. Um, we, shl- we shlugged up the raya, and then we shlugged, Abaya went ahead and said, your whole raya doesn't start, because there is no reason why you can't do chalitza. But either way, what are we saying? Tanya kavasi to reishlakish. We have a raya for a bride, so like reishlakish, hachalitz lemu'beres ve'pila. If a person does chalitza to mu'beres, a pregnant lady, and she miscarries, tzricha chalitza mena'achin. Okay, so that is clear. So we see clearly there's a bride that says that if you do chalitza to a pregnant lady and she subsequently miscarries, must do chalitza again. So we have a brisa that's clear, like Rishlakish. So now, Amar Rabbah, Hilchasa Kavasa to Rishlakish, Bahani Klas. That the Allah is going to follow Rishlakish. You know, normally we paskin like Rabbi Yechanan. That's the normal way we paskin. We're going to follow Rishlakish for the following three dinim. Chada, Hada Amran. So the first one is over here, meaning Chalitzis Muberes, Loishme Chalitza, Bias Muberes, Loishme Bia. And what's the Nafkamina that, that if it turns out that the child was a Pila, you'd have to do Chalitza again. Okay? Or Ibam, same deal. <clears throat> what's the second din? So let's say a person divides up his nechasav alpiv. So let's say he does it, alpiv means like a lasham matana, and he does it when he's still alive. So we know in a Yerusha situation, the Torah dictates how Yerusha has to be done. You have to give a double portion to the Bukhar. Now what happens if a person decides to divide his nechasav and essentially gift it out before? He does, so then he doesn't have to play by the rules. Then it's a gift. It's not Yerusha. So, <clears throat> so you don't have to give it evenly. Normally, each person gets a one portion and the Bukhar gets a double portion. He says, no, then you can give more or less. So if you gave more or less to one of the brothers or you gave the Bukhar an equal portion, you didn't give him Pishnaim, right? because you gave, it, you gave a gift while you were alive and therefore... That's a gift. It doesn't have to play by the Yerusha rules. However, if you said, I'm giving this now, then no, Yerusha means everybody gets an equal portion and the Bukhari gets a double portion. That's the way Yerusha works. 
So it can't be Yerusha. So if you said Yerusha Layamaklum, Kasav Bain Bitchila Bin Basipin Bam Samishamatana. So let's say he writes he writes his uh his star, and at any place in the star, says Raviachman, at any place in the star, if he writes Matana, then it's Matana. I don't care what you wrote before, what you wrote after, what you wrote in the middle. You wrote Matana somewhere in that star. Okay, it's Matana, and therefore, what's the Nafkamina? Then you, could, you can give unequal portions, and you can, or give the Bukhar an equal portion. Okay, so Matana, Devar Kayam. Now, Vamar Rishakish, La Elam, Lakana Rishakish, argues Rabbi Yechanan and says that no, La Elam, Lakana, Adchiyomar, Pliny, Pliny, Yarash, De Pliny, Suplinus. And Rishakish says you have to have a very, very specific Lashan. You have to say Pliny, Pliny, Yarash, De Pliny, Suplinus, Shinastatalan, Matana, the Yarshum. Okay, you have to put matana right in the middle. Meaning, if you looked at the uh, words there, it says, So you have to, the proper way to write this star in order that it's going to be effective, that you're not going to have to play by the Yerusha rules, says Reish Lakish, is you have to put matana in between the two Yerushas. Okay, versus Rav Yechanan holds, you can put matana anywhere. So again, and here, we're going to pass in like Reish Lakish. So that is the second din. What's the third din? <coughs> again, no shaykh is to yibam. So let's say a father says, and I'm giving you my stuff. You're going to get my land after I die. So now the son at that point is, is the owner of the land. And the father, until he dies, has what's called Kenyan Paris. <coughs> because he's saying the land I'm, going to tra- I'm transferring to you. Until I die, I'm going to continue eating the Paris. So the Guf HaKarka is really, he's transferring to the son, and he has, the father has the Kenyan payros, the rights to eat the payros until he dies. So now, the father can't sell it because you already gave the field to the son, and guess what? The son actually can't sell the land either because because the father has a Kenyan payros there. So they're each, so they're each, they each have a chalik in this land, so neither of them can sell it. Now, what happens if they sell it? Taka, they do sell it. Machara av, so that if the father sells it, what's he selling? Oh, he's only selling what he still has. What does he have? He has the Paris, meaning from now until, he, until the father dies. If the son sells it, then that the Lekeach doesn't get anything until after the father dies. Again, it, they're not supposed to sell it. Neither of them can do a, a complete sale. What they can, the only thing they can sell is what they have ownership of. So the father owns the Paris until he dies, and the son owns the Karka after the father dies. And we learn, So let's say the son sells it while the father is still alive. Now what happens if the son dies? So the question is, who's Yerush the son? The father. Okay? So now, So he already sold it. So So the question is, does the Lekeach have, we just said that if the son sells it, when does the sale take effect? After the father dies. Now here, the son died. The father outlives the son. So what happens? The Lekeach was never kind of. Because who was the real owner of the field? <coughs> who, was, who was the real owner of the field? The father. And therefore... The sale never took effect. Kenyan, we'll see this in a second over here. He is kind of. Because the father's Kenyan payrise, the fact that he has rights to eat the fruit, eat the fruit until he dies, gives him, he's the real owner of the land, and therefore the land, the the, the Lekach never bought the land. Okay, and therefore it was never sold. Why? That that the Lekach is kind of because Kenyan Paris, laughing Kenyan Agov dummy. 
Okay, the, the Kenyan Paris is not a Kenyan Aguf. The father doesn't really own the land, really. The son owns the land, and therefore, even though the son died, he was able to sell the land for after the father would die. Okay, so these are the three instances in which we said Allah is like Rishlakish. One, as Nagea Binyanenu, that Chalitza and Bias Muberish Lishma Chalitza Lishma Bia. Now, let's go back to the Mishnah, and with this we'll end up. That the Mishnah said that Enavlad Shel Kayama. We said, we're on that kindness. So he does Bia, he's kindnesser, finds out that she's pregnant, and the child, Ain Vlad Shakayama, what does our mission say? Yekayin. He can keep it. Right? So it turns out, again, according to Reshlakish, that would be Yasser Vyivel Vyakayim. The point is, he's allowed to stay with the Yavama. He did Bia to her, found out she was pregnant. So according to Rav Yechanan, Bias Muberish Mabia, at least according to Rava, and therefore, he can just continue living with her. According to Reish Lakish, he would have to do it again. But either way, if it turns out that he unwittingly was by a, a Muberis and the child was in, and, and, and the child miscarried, and sorry, and the woman miscarried, there was no child here, so it turns out that she's free to do Yibam. She falls to Yibam. So that is the Shita of the Rabban and the Tanakam of our Mishnah. However, Tanam and Gemara Amru, they said, Yitzi beget. That you actually have to be Yitzi her beget. You have to give her a get. Now, Rashi says over here, Yitzia beget, Afal pishein avlad shakayama. Okay, what does Rashi say? Why? Why do I have to be Yitzia beget? According to Rabbi Lazar, Afal pishein avlad shakayama. So she is a regular old Yavama. Konsinon le, di Yitzia beget, mishum de nichas a suffolk yisraishis. Ach, because Lamaisa, you did bia to a suffolk yisraishis. Ach, she was pregnant. So you were playing with fire, and therefore it's a knas. So the way Rashi learns is you just in Rebbe is you just have to give her a get. You just give her a get. It's a knas. Really, the bia was what we're saying is that you, there was a yibum over here. Okay, so the pasha way Rashi's understanding this is like shita shariyechna, which is a little shver. The Rishonim discusses, right? We're saying Rashi says. You were kindness to Yavama. She ended up miscarrying, so there was no child. You just have to give her a get, which means that the bias muberes shmabia. Otherwise, you'd have to do chalitza, right? Good. Okay. So Rashi seems to be saying, and the Rishonim take issue with this. Now, there's four ways to understand what has to happen here. We'll run through this very, very quickly. So Rashi, we just explained, only get no chalitza. He has to be going like Rabbi Yechanan, the bias muberes shmabia. There are other Rishonim who say that no. That she needs both. And they changed the girsa here that to say, that you're going to need chalitza as well. So therefore, we're not picking sides. Meaning, you're like, so we, we need a get. We need a get because Lamaisa, he was kind as her. And we discussed this idea before that, that um, uh, and, and, and Lamaisa, actually, sorry, uh, in this sheet on the Rishonim, it's not Yitzia beget. You don't need a get. They don't learn get. They just say yitzia and tricha chalitza. That she, he's got to send her out and it's chalitza. It's just chalitza because if you hold like rishakish bias mu beres loishma bia. So there was never a bia, and therefore it's just chalitza. There was a third shita that says that no. And this we did touch on yesterday when we discussed tesis at the beginning of the parak. We touched on this idea um, that she we need both get and chalitza because, like we said, remember yesterday we discussed. Uh, sorry, not in the tesis in Rashi. We said the sagi belav hachi. Remember we discussed that? We said that you can't just have, you can't do bia to a woman, to Yavama, and then go ahead, it looks, it's a bad look. It's Moisei Laz. 
to go ahead and then just do chalitza. So that, yes, even though Rishakish holds B.S. Mubaris Loish Mabia, still you would have to do, and therefore you need chalitza to this woman. You have to be Yetzi, according to Baal you need chalitza, but still Lamaisa, you were boil her, and therefore we're going to make you give a, give a get. And there's a fourth sheet on how to deal with this, which is that even in, that even in Rebbe Lazar, the Rebbe Lazar is saying that the Rabbanon mandated that you must get rid of her. But since you did Bia to her, so you actually go ahead and do Bia again, your kindness her, and then you might see a baguette. Because you did Bia, so you don't do Chalitza to her, you do Bia again, and then it's might see it's a separate din that your kindness her, because Bia's Mubaris Lashma Bia in Rishakish, and then give a get. Now she's like, we said that before, and we're going to have that again very soon. We said that, um, right? Remember, we had that drush, that. If you, if you send her out a Yavama, you don't need Chalitza afterwards. So according to that, that would be a fourth way to deal with it. Now, Amar Rava. So again, Rebbe Lazar here says that if the child doesn't live, so it turns out she felt a Yibam, that Rebbe Lazar says, Amru Yaitzi beget. Like we said, there's four different ways to understand that, but Yaitzi beget. Amar Rava, Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar, Echad. and Rebbe Lazar hold the same, they're the same Shita, they're the same guys. Meaning that in this situation, you did something you weren't supposed to do. You did bia to a muberes. You were playing with potentially erva of eshes achshalim makam mitzvah. Okay. And Rameir, where do we see this? The Tanya. That a person should not marry a pregnant, uh, uh, if his friend is, a friend's wife is pregnant, meaning even after three months. We know she's pregnant. We know that the child will be, will belong to who? Will belong to the first husband. Still, you shouldn't marry a muberes chaveira or menekas chaveira. That let's say the woman is still nursing, which is twenty-four months, so you can't go. You can't go ahead and marry that woman. Why? The Gemara is going to say later that menekas chaveira, muberes chaveira, were afraid for uber sandal that you shouldn't get repregnant. It can mess up. It could, it could, it could, it could kill the fetus. And the menekas chaveira, interestingly, the Gemara is going to say later on that because her milk will dry up if she gets pregnant. So even if she's nursing now, if she gets pregnant. And uh, the child that she needs to nurse will die. Then Mar says, "Well, if so, then what happens? A person should be able to, shouldn't be able to do his own meneka." So we say that if it's somebody else's baby, I'm not going to feel compelled to spend my hard-earned money to save somebody else's baby. Okay, and therefore the concern is he's not going to take care of his own baby. He'll figure out how to feed the baby. Okay, or buy her, buy the baby eggs or whatever. But point is, you can't. Remeir holds yotzi. If you go ahead and you marry. Rameir says, Gezeira de Rabbanon, send her out, can never, can never, can never take her back. That the Chachamim hold it, no, you're right, that temporarily you violate an Isidra Rabbanon, so we'll make you give her a get, and like we'll see at the end, it's a real get, you gotta send her out. And then after the period, meaning when she has a baby, if she's a uh, Muberis, or after she's done weaning, uh, the other guy's child, so then he can, do, he can be kind So again, we're trying to say that over here, we see Rameir says, Yoytzi. Violated an Isidrabanon, Yoytzi. You, you did something you weren't supposed to do, Yoytzi. It's like Rabbi Lazar over here, who said that if you were Bayel, a Uberes, Yavama Muberes, Yoytzi. Versus one second. I'm really Abaya. How could you compare the two? Mimai. Dilma Lehi. Ad Kalam Kamar Balazar, Hacha, Elabishim, the Kapaga, Israel, Shasachta, Raisa. What do you mean? Over here, Rabbi Lazar is saying Yaitzi because you played with you played with Erva, Suffolk Erva. You violated a Dindarabanan, Krabanan sphere. He's gonna hold it. No, it's not as it's not as um, 
it's not as blatant, and therefore it's not as much as an issue, and therefore he's going to hold like the Rabbanon that, yeah, you have to get rid of her temporarily, but you can be mach, you can be machzer her. Just because you violated the Isidra Rabbanon, we're not going to say Yitzi Elomis. Over here, where you, violate, where you potentially were playing with an Isra, Erva Daraisa, so then Rebelazar is going to hold that you have to send her out. Inami, or you could say it the exact other way. Ad that really over here, what did you do? You violated this with Rabbanon. You were with your, <coughs> you were vile. You married Menekas Chaverai or Muberas Chaverai. The Rabbanon told you not to. And the Rabbanon go ahead and they put even tougher penalties on because they know that you're more apt to be Mako on their words. Aval Hacha Midaraisa Mafrish Parish Minei. Okay, so Mafrish Parish Minei. Okay, but by Daraisa, maybe you'll talk a say. Maybe he'll hold that he's not going to put himself in the Daraisa This happened by accident, and therefore we're not going to be as, as stiff. And maybe Rameyer, yes, by a Durabonon, he says, when you violate a Durabonon, but if you mistakenly violated a Daraisa, mistakenly violated a potential Suffolk Daraisa, we're not going to go ahead and say you can never marry her. Maybe Rameyer doesn't have to hold over Belazar. He could hold like the Tanakhama in our Mishnah, which says Yekayim. Amar Rava, by the way, even according to the Chachamim, who are the more mekel shita here, Rameyer said, you have to send her away if you, if you were Bael Menekas Chaver and Mubaras Chaver. Rameyer said, send her away and Leachzer Lamas. Rabbanan said, send her away, but you can be machzer her. The point is, you have to give her, send her away with a get. It's not good enough. I'm a rubble. We see that you actually have to send her away with a get, and it's not good enough to go ahead and send her away. Um, they, they just separate from her. You know, even though, according to the Chacham, you would be allowed to remarry this lady, you cannot... I'm going to do a quick two-minute review. But uh, even though... Um, Or not. Let's see if it didn't save, then I won't. Okay. Not sure what happened. Something didn't save over here. But okay. I'll just, we'll, we'll read this out very, very quickly. And we'll say that we had a machlikis of Yechanan and Rishakish, right? Whether Okay, we asked the Kasha from a Brisa over here. We said that it said, we, that the Sarah can't get married with Shuk. We said, if the concern is, if the Vlad is in Shakayemes, so then it shouldn't be a problem. According to Rav Yechanan, it shouldn't be a problem because um, if the child's born, so then, if there's, then the Tzara was never subject to Yibam. And if the child wasn't born, and she should be free to go. So we tried to say that, we said that Rabbi holds in Rav Yechanan, we always hold Bias Muberes. It's only a question when it comes to Chalitzis Muberes. And Rabbi says, no, you can't say that. They go hand in hand. Okay, and therefore, how does he learn it? He says that the, actually the concern is that maybe the Vlad will live. Maybe the Vlad will live. That's the whole concern of the price. Maybe the Vlad will live. And the problem is, is that even if the Vlad lives, I, you said, why can't the Tzara go out and marry the Shuk? Because the Tzara can't marry the Shuk until the Vlad is actually born. Okay? And then we brought a Raya... We brought a raya to Rava in Shittas Rav Yechanan. We brought a, we tried to slug up Reishakash. We said that no, Reishakash will hold that this b'risa, the way he'll learn this b'risa is, again, the concern is that it won't be a Vlad ben Kayaman. Reishakash holds that B'yas Mubaris Lashma B'yan, Chitz Mubaris Lashma Chalitza. And then we ended up, Rabbi Lazar tried to bring a raya from 
that the fact that we said you have to wait, that you can't go ahead and do Yibam, to which Abaya said, one second, there's no Raya that Chalitza because we're only talking about Yibam or marrying Lashuk. And even not like Abaya, we said it's no Raya because um, the concern over there is not from the fact that we said you have to wait. You can't just wait until after the pregnancy is over to do Chalitza. You have to wait. You have to wait entirely until you know whether there was a child because we see we're never going to put ourselves in a situation where we might have to call back. We're not going to tell you to do chalitza in a situation where we might have to do a kriz lakuna, call, call it back. We're afraid someone will be there and people are going to think that um, people are going to think that a chalitza is allowed to marry to kahuna. Then we brought a, a raya to Reish Lakish. We said, and Rabbah said, Allah is like Reish Lakish in three cases. This one, the one where we write Matana, right? Rishakish Rabbi Yechman says, you can, as long as you write Matana, you give a living will, you can write Matana anywhere. Rishakish says, you have to write Matana in the middle, okay? In order, to, in order, if you want to violate the Yerusha Din, if you want to take it out of Yerusha and put it in Matana. And the third one was a Machlekes, whether we hold Kinyan Apeyers or Kinyan Aguf Dami, in regards to if the father uh, bequeathed his son in the land where the father is going to eat the Paris until, until he dies, um, and the son's going to get the land afterwards. What happens if the son goes ahead and sells the land and then dies? Is the Lakeach <coughs> Kaina, it depends if Kenyan Paris was Kenyan Aguf, then he's not because it belonged to the father. It was never his to sell. Or if you hold Kenyan Paris Lav Kenyan Aguf, then it belonged to the son, and then he could have sold it then, and it was a good Mechira. Then we just touched on in the Mishnah, we said, Enablad Shal Kayama, the Tanakam of our Mishnah holds that you could be Yakayim. Again, that depends on whether you hold the Kishakish or Yechanan, even though we just came out and said Rishakish. Um, it, holds like, it depends whether you hold the Kishakish or Yechanan. Um, Yekayim, whether Yekayim means you can just keep her, continue, proceed, or you have to go back, Yachser, V'yivol, the Yekayim, you have to go ahead and be Baylor again. Rebbe Lazar argued and said that, no, you have to be Yaitzi. And we said, we had four ways of explaining uh, how you have to be Yaitzi. Rashi, we said, Rashi says that Yaitzi beget, that it's just a knas, that really sounds like he's holding like Rebbe Yechanan, the Bias Mubarish Mabia, and it's just a knas. We had three other ways of explaining it, that, no, <coughs> really it's Yaitzi Bechalitza, it's like Rishlakish, it was never a good Bia, or you need both Get and Chalitza, because Chalitza gets rid of the Zika, but anytime there's a Bia, yeah, I understand Bia's from Shlishma Bia, but still, the mice when there's a Bia, we're gonna, we don't be Mitzi Laz on the situation, it's a bad look, so therefore we'll tell you to do a Get for the Bia as well, or the fourth way of understanding it was that even a Rebelazar will tell them to go ahead and finish, since they started down the path, they were Bia, Lamaisa, so go ahead and be kind of her, and then give her a Get, and then you're out, and we try to compare say that Rabbi Lazar over here, who says that you have to get rid of the woman that you, that you the Bia the, the to Muberes, Yavama, that, <coughs> who says you have to get rid of her. So um, we tried to compare Rabbi Lazar to, to Rameyer, Shita, it was a Machlikas Rameyer, the Chacham, and what happens if someone is Bail, Menekes Chaveir, Muberes Chaveir, and then we said there's no Raya. Either way, there's no Raya. Meaning, could be only Rabbi Lazar, where by Doraisa, Rabbi Lazar would say, that you have to be Yaitzi, but when you violate the Rabbanon, maybe you don't have to be. Or we said the other way, which is maybe even Rameyer, who says by the Rabbanon that he, he goes to the extreme and says, yeah, that's because but when it comes to the no one's going to play with fire that way, and therefore when he mistakenly violated and, um, <coughs> or put himself the potential to violate Suffolk, so there, we're not going to penalize him as much, and maybe Rameyer could actually hold like the Rabbanon here, the Tanakama here, and not like Rabbi Lazar. And we said, by the way, even according to the Chachamim, in that Chacham who are going to Rameyer, 
where we said Yaitzi, Rameir said Yaitzi v'liyachser alomis. The Rabbanon said Yaitzi v'liyachser acharzman. That Yaitzi means really with a get and not just separate them.